0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Welcome into another edition of the Emergency Odds and Audibles podcast. And quite honestly, it feels like we're doing this about once a week right now because the Oregon Ducks have yet again landed another four-star verbal commitment in the 2021 recruiting class. This time coming from four-star cornerback Jalen Davies out of Southern California's Batterday High School. If that's a school that's familiar to you as a Duck fan, it's because it's become somewhat of a feeder program for the Ducks with Davies' teammates like Kyron Ware-Hudson in 2021 or from the 2019 class and Sean Dollars and Mace Funa and some guys before that even. Oregon's gone into that high school, SoCal Power, and have been able to position themselves where they're a major player. And we're going to break down Davies' verbal commitment. We've got Greg Biggins of 24-7 Sports on this emergency podcast, helping me out. Greg, thanks for coming on. Um, what, led do you, what led Oregon to landing this commitment in your eyes? Yeah,
0: you know, I kind of wrote about it a few times and it's pretty fascinating in that, you know, at one point when Jayden came out with his top seven, Oregon wasn't even in it. They really weren't recruiting that hard. It wasn't a high priority. And then, um, you know, things just flipped and I kind of give an assist to the, the Ware Hudson family. Um, You know, Chance, the father, and and Kyron, both very active recruiters. I kind of joke around with Chance that, man, he should be on staff, as vocal as he is on social media and and Twitter. So I actually think, you know, Kyron, obviously you mentioned he's a teammate. And I think he kind of helped to get the ball rolling, to be honest with you. You know, the old staff, Dante Williams, who's now at USC, they they didn't really make a huge, huge push for Jalen. Mario Cristobal was always involved there. But, you know, once Rod Chance kind of got in there and he kind of got involved a little bit, Jalen, that was always his dream school, was Oregon. So it wasn't like they had to make up, you know, a, a ton of ground. Once they did show, you know, some interest and made him a priority, they kind of just shot up from, you know, outside that top seven to obviously, you know, landing him earlier today.
1: And you, you brought up Rod Chance, Oregon's new cornerback uh, coach who replaces Dante Williams. And you mentioned that Davies didn't have Oregon in that top seven. What, what about Rod Chance maybe it's just resonated with, uh, with Jalen Davies, or is it as simple as just Oregon engaging because he Oregon has been his dream school? Yeah, I think it's a
0: combination of both. I think you give Rod Chance credit, and I, I think also you give credit to a school that a lot of these guys – it's kind of funny. You know, for years and years, being in Southern California, you'd always hear kids growing up saying, you know, hey, I grew up watching Reggie Bush, Matt Leiner. And even though some of these kids are probably one years old, when, they were, you know, when, they were, <laughs> when those guys are playing, they were still saying it. But I think now – you're saying, seeing a lot of these guys that are 16, 17, the team that they grew up watching were those, you know, really fun, exciting, you know, Chip Kelly and for a year or two, you know, Helfridge, Oregon teams. So I think a lot of these guys kind of automatically already have Oregon as that school. They love the jerseys. They love Nike. They love their style of play, you know, back in the day. And so now that they're 16, 17, 18 years old, they really, really like, um, you know, everything about the school. And I think Rod Chance does a great I heard from a couple other other players that have talked to him. He does a great job of really being relatable, not just to the player, but to the family. And talking to some, you know, coaches, high school coaches who said, you know what, my kid doesn't really relate that well. He doesn't really trust that many people, but he trusts Rod Chance. So he's obviously coming across as being very genuine and doing a really good job of connecting with these players and their families
1: speaking with Greg Biggins about the verbal commitment of Jalen Davies to the Oregon football program. And it's funny, Greg, you mentioned how recruits today mention how Oregon's kind of their dream school. I still hear from whether it's a SoCal kid or I, 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 I spoke to a, a prospect in Georgia that's a running back in the 2022 class, the Anthony Thomas's name still continues to pop up um, as oh, I watched him as a kid. And I imagine in SoCal, that's a big reason why a lot of kids are, are interested in Oregon because of uh, DeAnthony Thomas' time with, with the Ducks with Chip Kelly and Mark Elfridge.
0: Yeah, I mean, DeAnthony's a legend. Like, you, you, he's, if you're talking just strictly Southern California football and you went with the Mount Rushmore of, of high school, he would be on that. You know, he was, from the time he was a freshman, he was such a dynamic athlete. And Again, L.A. City right now it isn't what it was, you know, back then. Right now it's Southern California football. You you have, you know, basically two or three teams. And then everybody else is kind of just, you know, fighting for scraps. Right. But back then, you know, L.A. City football was actually pretty good. Crenshaw High School is a legendary program, more so in basketball. But football-wise, you know, DeAnthony kind of, you know, put that on the map. And it was where you had guys – celebrities who would come and watch him play you know he was a snoop dog legend um snoop league legend and he uh he kind of just something about the way he he's he played his style it just kind of resonated with people so yeah you mentioned d'anthony and again he man he just had something special you can't really you know put your finger on it but just a, a charisma about him and again his playing style man he was so fun to watch and a guy who I thought could have played three or four different positions. I actually always thought corner would have been his NFL mill ticket, but he loved the ball in his hands. So receiver, running back, slot. Um, but, yeah, you know, one of the better athletes to ever come out of Southern California for sure.
1: we speaking to Greg Abagans about Jalen Davies and his verbal commitment. Um, Davies joins Oregon's recruiting class. That's now at 14 total commitments and a projected team score of 237.79. That would place Oregon – Sixth in the country, one spot higher than they were before this verbal commitment from Jalen Davies. Uh, They're also now less than eight points away from fifth place in the country behind USC. So Oregon's still second in the Pac-12. They're still a top 10 team, but they're inching closer towards USC's number and something that we've been tracking the last few weeks. Um, Greg, how does Davies impact any other recruits in your eyes, if at all? Does Does this help Oregon with any other players maybe in the SoCal area? Yeah, you know, I I don't know.
0: I, I mean, Jaden's a great kid, very popular, very likable, and he he does have influence. But I I don't really think him going to Oregon is going to automatically say okay, now he's going to go there too. I I can't really think of you know a player or, or you know I think right now you look looking ahead, you you kind of try to envision you know who could be next. Um, you know the guys that I think are on the commit list, and you've probably written about it lots of times, whether it be a, a Keanu Williams or an Xavier Worthy, th- these guys aren't really influenced by what Jaden right. Davis does. I think the, the, the thing that for me that I'm interested in is how many more corner spots left. And we talked a little bit off air, but, you know, Sierra Wright, Jameer Johnson, uh, those are guys, especially Jameer, you know, I, I think Oregon is really high in his list. How many, how many spots do they have left that they got to the turn away guys who normally in a, in a normal year, you would say, oh, you take those guys, you know, in a heartbeat, but You know, again, you mentioned not a full class of 25, so they might have to make some real tough decisions, but not to get too much of a segue. Uh, Although Jalen is is a popular kid and and very well-respected, I don't know if him going to Oregon is going to cause like an avalanche of other players, you know, wanting to jump on the boat. I think those guys already kind of like Oregon for what it is. Sure. Yeah, I think think Jalen Davies'
1: impact at the cornerback position in particular is certainly one that we're going to have to watch close to the next couple of weeks into months because, like you said, they've, they've, they've got a, more than a couple verbal commitments now and not quite sure how many more they can take without sacrificing another position. Uh, maybe, maybe they don't sign a safety and they, they find a way to add another cornerback or maybe they find uh, they, you know, they're not going to sign two tight ends and, and that's how they, they add another corner. So it's going to be interesting to see how Oregon kind of handles that roster makeup, uh, especially at the cornerback spot. Real quick before we go to a break, uh, your thoughts now with Davies in the fold, 14 verbal commitments for Oregon, one of which is a 24-7 sports composite five-star. That's Troy Franklin, who just committed about a week ago. Nine four-star commits, just four four three-star commits. It's really hard to say. 14 (laughs) verbal commitments. What's your thoughts on this class as a whole now?
0: Matt, I love the class. I think it's great. Um, You look and – And you're kind of seeing difference makers at every position. I'm actually looking at their class right now. And even the guys that they have as, you know, three stars, you know, Brandon Buckner is just a really good football player. I mean, he kind of plays with a little bit of an edge. He he plays angry. He's tough. He's physical. I I like his style. And I think he's a guy – he's got to be in the right scheme. But if they have the right scheme, and I'm a big Andy Avalos fan, I think Buckner is someone who can definitely help you. Uh, You know, 7 McGee is now a a three-star you know, he's a high four-star football player athlete. That's, that's not debatable. He's tremendous. The thing with him is he hasn't played much football in two years. And right. he's been moving around so dang much. Now he's back east. You know, he's, it just, there's just some, some question marks about him. But as a football player, man, if, if they get him in and he, and he plays, and he's going to be productive. So I, I, like, I like the class a lot. We see every class, again, we've written about it, has a chance to be their best ever if they land who they lead for. Ty Thompson made a huge jump this past week in the, uh, the new updated rankings, and you know Jonah Miller, Jackson Light, they're always going to recruit offensive linemen really well. So I think Oregon's doing a nice job of getting elite talent, that's, but also balance. You always want to have that balance. You don't want to load up on one position and neglect a couple other spots. So need, balance, and then high-end talent, I think Oregon's doing really well. Speaking of Greg Biggins,
1: we're going to take a quick break here on the Odds and Audibles podcast. We'll be right back.
0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome
1: back to the Odds and Audibles podcast. I'm at Prem, and it's an emergency show. We've got Greg Biggins on um, to talk about Jalen Davies' his verbal commitment to the Ducks. Uh, Davies is now the program's seventh best cornerback to commit to Oregon football in its history, slotting him just above former Duck and former four-star De'Or uh, Mathis. Uh, Davies is also the eighth best defensive back overall to commit to the Ducks in its program history. and That's all according to our, our all-time commit history list, which is on 24-7 Sports. Um, ironically enough, just above Davies is a current Oregon safety, former four-star, and All-American Bowl participant Steve Stevens. Um, what's kind of the – what What player – what type of player is Oregon getting in Jalen Davies, and who is he as a person off the field as well? So, as a player,
0: he's he's really tough. You know, he plays with, you know, a lot of swagger to him. If you watch him play, man, he loves to talk. You know, he'll get in your face a little bit, sometimes a little too much. I, You know, I, I did – color commentary for all the Fox high school games last year and did their game about three or four times. And he'd always come close to drawing a couple flags every game. But I mean, that's kind of how his his makeup is, is like that, man. He plays a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. Uh, And, you know, Steve Stevens, that's not a bad comparison. You know, I talked you know, again, I think we talked off air and, you know, about the safety position. I I think Jalen, man, he's got a frame. He's six feet, six, one. He tells me six, one, I'm going to call him six feet, but he keeps saying he's six, one. And about 175, he's long, and he's going to have no problems putting on some weight. He's got some length to him, long arms. And I actually think he could he could play, you know, either a corner or a safety. So, if they wanted to maybe take another corner, I think Jalen gives you that versatility. He can play corner. He can play some nickel. He can play some safety. He's tough. He'll come downhill. He'll, he'll make a hit. And uh, he's just a really instinctive cover corner. He's not a super high-twitch kid, know. Right? He's not going to be a 4-4 guy. Um, you know, Mikael Wright, who I love, right, he's not, you know – that twitchy, but I think, again, he's he's fast enough. He's got good long speed, and in terms of his instincts, I think he's probably the most instinctive corner out west. Might be other guys ready oh. to hire him that are better athletically, see it right, but in terms of who's the better football player right now and who's the best pure cover guy, probably be Jalen Davies.
1: So so maybe we were discussing it before the break about positions and how many guys we're going to take that quarterback. Maybe Davies is a candidate as someone that they can just – you know, as a versatile tool, of hey, we'll put him at safety, we'll put him at corner, we'll figure it out later. Um, let's just sign him, plan on playing him at cornerback, but if needed, maybe he could play safety? I think so. Yeah, I think so. And again, he's got those pure cover instincts.
0: And I guarantee you, he probably wouldn't want to hear the talk about what, me safety? Like, he probably <laughs> has an insult. It's just because, you know, corners don't want to be, you know, it's like if you're a point guard, you don't want to be told you're a combo or a shooting guard, right? right. The ball. I think it's the same thing. But I, I think it's a compliment for me, right? So right. if Jalen, who I like as a person a lot, if he happens to be listening, take this as a compliment, Jalen. I'm not saying you can't play corner. I'm saying in addition to corner, right? That's the key word. In right. addition to corner, you can also play some – because, again, he's, six, he's 6'1". And so he's got the frame. He's going to put on some weight. He's going to probably play – like I said, if he's 175 right now, which he swears he is, he'll be six one two hundred. 200. And in a couple of years, obviously, Oregon's got a great strength program. So you have a guy with that kind of size, and he's smart. For me, safety isn't so much about – it's not just about size. It's about being a really smart, heady football player. You're out there. You're playing safety. You're making a lot of the calls, a lot of the checks, a lot of the reads. You have to really see the field. And, and again, you have to – for me, intelligence, football intelligence, is extremely important to play safety, which is why you hear some people talk about a guy who's a corner, and, and they're saying, well, he can just move to safety. If he's not smart, he's got no chance to play safety. So I think Jalen has the football intelligence to make that move. And again, he also has that frame and that size to play it. So I I think he gives you that ability for sure. If you wanted to take a guy like him and maybe it allows you to take an extra corner because Jalen can play, you know, two or three spots.
1: Right. And I think it goes to saying of, you know, versatility, whether it's in sports or whether it's in your your business profession or whatever, the more things you can do, the more things – uh, you're capable of helping your team or, or your business, the more versatile and more valuable you become because you can do more stuff. It sounds like that's kind of what Jalen Davies is. Um, an Under Armour All-American participant this upcoming season. Uh, he is projected as a Power 5 starter, has a comparison to Devontae to Davis of the Buffalo Bills. Um, on You can read that comparison from, from Greg on his scouting report on the 24-7 Sports player page. Greg, what are your thoughts on him coming in and playing right away as a true freshman? Because Oregon has Thomas Graham and Diamond Lenore in 2020. Both those guys will be – they're current seniors, so they will will be off the roster. And there's a wide range of talent. Mike Hill, right, like you just discussed a little bit ago, he will be a junior. Dante Manning will be a sophomore. He was a a five-star in the composite. He's a, a 2020 freshman. Where where does Davies stack into the the, the chances of competing right away for, for some playing time?
0: Yeah, I, I think he can. You know, I mentioned coming from Modern Day, which is basically like a mini college program, right? That their strength and conditioning program, uh, the amount of film they watch, the amount of film study they do, the uh, the high level of competition they play again, week in and week out. They're playing a non-league schedule that's national, and then their league schedule. Uh, for those who don't know, the Trinity League, which is what he's in, is probably the toughest league in the country. So uh, not, Cal- not just the state or the – talking the entire country. So he's going to come in battle-tested. And, again, he's a highly intelligent kid. So if you're going to play early at the college level, regardless of what position you are, I think, number one, I, I think being battle-tested is huge. Being highly intelligent is big. You need to be able to get in there and understand and diagnose – a complex playbook whether it be an offensive playbook or a defensive playbook so he's going to be able to do all that so because of that again he might not have the same kind of long-term upside as a CR right because just because he's not as good an athlete but a guy who can come in and right away make an impact I think that could be Jalen for sure um just because of all those reasons I just said
1: Greg thanks for coming on helping us out with this emergency podcast again we'll have more information more stuff from Greg on DuckTerritory.com about Oregon's newest verbal commitment, and that is Jalen Davies, a four-star cornerback out of Southern California, the 12th best player in the country according to the composite at the cornerback position, 15th best quarterback in our own personal 24-7 sports ranking. So highly talented kid. Uh, Greg, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly have you on later on down the road. Hey, man. Always fun.
0: I like to engage with the Oregon Duck fans. Some of you guys in the message board, cheer up a little bit, right? (laughs) I get tired of the negativity. Embrace this. Embrace what's going on. It's a great time to be a Duck. So just keep it positive. And uh, I'm all kidding, of course. But no, thanks, Matt. I appreciate you having me.